Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It's Torganelli with Christy Kemper on a Friday morning, and I'm excited to talk to our guest here. He's the host of a very popular show on Netflix called Restaurants on the Edge. He's a celebrity executive chef, Nick Liberato. Hello, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You know, in anticipation of your visit, I went on to my Netflix account. I looked up the show. I watched it last night. And, buddy, oh, I, nice. you, you got a hit here. I loved it. Thank you, man. It, it, you know, it took so much work to make. I mean, we, we shot over pretty much all of 2019. It was my diary of, of, of last year. And, um, you know, it was just really amazing to travel around the world and, and uplift these places in a positive way. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you watched it. There's definitely some people I've talked to in the past that sure. you know, I jump into an article or an interview and they, they hadn't really watched it. But it, it's, um, it's a really positive thing, you know, and, and we have to kind of go about every place a little bit differently because we're dealing with different cultures around the world. But what a better time to have a positive show that uplifts um, people in the, in the best way possible. I, da- I, right damn near, I damn near cried on the St. Lucia, Fluffy, and Sue episode. Oh. It was so touching when they un- when you unveiled that picture of his mother. And it is, I love how you get into the culture with not only the local uh, foods that are available only there, but with the, uh, the people as well. Yeah, I thought it was a wonderful episode. He, he broke my heart. Like yeah. He said, you, you changed my life. I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, think about it for a second. It's like I, I grew up in an Italian family in Philadelphia, and I have tons of pictures of my mother, and I love her, and I see her all the time and this and that. But to have one picture of your mom that you keep in your pocket with you every day and, you know, the chance of losing it and the fact that he carried around all that time, I was like, we need to get this in a frame. We need to put right. it in a restaurant because I want – this is like home cooking, St. Lucia cooking, and this is what people should see, and this is going to make them feel at home, and it's going to make him feel so good knowing that thing's encased like a time capsule on the wall and not in his back pocket. And, and exactly like you said, we're not only changing the space, we're changing people, and we're touching. Yeah. I've kept in touch with a lot of these owners, and, and they're such beautiful people, and it was such an unbelievable experience even for myself, my co-host, and everyone that worked on the show to be able to, to create this type of content. Uh, it's so beautifully shot. The travel locations, the camaraderie of the, the other hosts and myself. And it's just, it's a really dynamic show that, that you know, I, I personally feel is a, a great show. And I'm super excited for seven more episodes to launch tomorrow. Now, I am familiar with you, Nick, from Top Chef Masters and also Bar Rescue. But for people, when it, they see the title Restaurants on the Edge, they might assume it's very Bar Rescue-like. But it's not. You're not dealing with hostile, drunk owners that are berating their staff. This is a completely different kind of concept. That is correct. You know, I, I've been, I don't want to say I was typecast into that for a while, but I worked on Bar Rescue for between 2012 and 2016. Um, and I've been working in the restaurant business uh, for uh, 28 years. So working as a chef is a tough life. Yeah. And, and I, listen, I, I was raised in it, being screamed at, and every possible thing you can imagine. But, you know, I, that made me that much stronger. I wouldn't change a thing because it made me who I am. But that's not how to approach people. I have three children, and if I'm screaming at them every time, I'm never going to get the response yeah. that I want. You know, that's not how you treat human beings, especially in a time like this where we've all been kicked down during this pandemic and this quarantine, you know, we need an uplift. 
We need something positive, and people deserve that respect and not be belittled or demeaned because that's not how you get positive results. And especially when you're going into a different country and, and you, you're trying to make some change in the best way possible for their community, uh, for their space, and just for their lives moving forward. He is a celebrity chef and host of Restaurants on the Edge on Netflix. And I would think, Nick, given the travel involved, are these episodes, are they expensive to produce? I would assume they are. They're, they're a pretty penny, for yeah. sure. I mean, when, when you think about, I mean, God, all the camera equipment that everyone had to transport on the planes and the hotels and, you know, everything set up. Of course, there were certain trade-outs that were done along the way, but, you know, it, it wasn't a cheap show by any means. I mean, there were certainly shows, I'm sure, that cost <laughs> a lot more. And, but and you know, the, we did everything... You travel with a team, I should mention. You've yeah. got your chef. You kind of do the cocktails and the hosting, and that's your specialty. And then uh, the set, uh, the design lady. I don't. I can't think of her name. I'm sorry. Karen. Karen Bond. Karen. Vancouver. I yeah. felt for her because I'm familiar with the islands down there. We spend a lot of time on Anguilla, and I've seen St. Lucia, but only from the water. But when she, you got two days to get this rebuild done, and there's guys cutting wood two by fours with a machete, <laughs> and that is so so Caribbean, isn't it? That it's just amazing. Well, I felt for her actually because I a lot of times in the and then you you had a good quote. You said the better the view, the worse the food. Boy. That is the truth. One hundred percent. When I took over, my, when I took over my business in California, it was a three million dollar business. Uh, now doing ten million, but that's usually what happens. You go to these great locations, and they're tourist traps. People are just filling the seats in order, even if they're eating crappy food, they're going to be just enjoying that view, and they're selling real estate. And uh, you can't look at it that way. You got to be able, in order to get consistent business and a thriving business, it's going to be, uh, you know, an institution. Um, you have to be able to knock it out of the park with everything that you're trying to implement in the business. And, and yeah, Karen, she had to adjust and adapt herself because she lives in Vancouver. She works. On she's kind of hot. <laughs> kind of hot. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's a great girl. But, you know, um, it was challenging. And, and I think every episode that we went into um, brought a new challenge that we weren't necessarily prepared for. But that's the magic of the show because it's so real. It's, 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 it's real content. It's not like overly produced stuff. And, you know, we just let the cameras roll and nice. made some great, great TV. So it was, it was a beautiful experience and a dream come true. Now, and Nick, let me ask, seven what are you, new episodes out right now? What do you think is the difference? What's the breaking point between a successful business and a not successful business? Uh, the breaking point, you know, I mean, it's just like you look at a lot of the, any rescue show, there's a lot of people that have a lot of, great energy and positivity going into something. They have possibly some money, and but no experience, no drive or integrity that's going to build that business up. Um, you know, I, I've worked every position there's to work in this business, and I've certainly had failures of my own. But I've been able to uh, make myself better and learn from the ground up. You cannot shoot from the hip. You have to be properly orchestrated and make sure you check off all yeah. the things that you need to when you're opening up a business. What's my demographic? Yeah. Who's my guest? What's the aesthetics, the smells, the cuisine? What's my menu look like? I mean, there's tons of things that you have to check off the list in order for everything to make sense and a cohesive flow to the guest. Otherwise, 
you're just opening up the doors you're, and you don't care about it. And it's just like, and you just think you can just hire people and they're going to run it. No, 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 no. You know, it's like yeah. I met my business all the time because I love what I'm doing. I, I'm addicted to my work, but I like to connect with the guests because, you know, I heard a story once about Mickey Mantle and it's just like, you know, a lot of people come to the restaurant to see me and it's like, my wife's like, God, you've been going like every day. And I'm like, well, it's a holiday weekend. And, you know, I had a lot of people reach out to me. And it's like, people are going there to see you in order to get an experience. They're not always just coming for the food or the view. They're coming for the people. And that's what these owners need to understand is that they're creating, you know, everlasting experiences, whether they're travelers or locals. That's nothing to be taken for granted because that means a lot to people. That's great. And, and yeah. people are going to spend money and keep coming back. Well, Nick, so much more to me than, than a business. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Evidently, I can hear the passion. Yeah, well, good luck to you. Well, we look forward to seven new episodes of Restaurants on the Edge. And as the restaurant owner in St. Lucia told you, Nick, you opened my heart. You opened my heart. <laughs> you changed my life. You changed, you changed my, my life. life. <laughs> Bye, Nick. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.